This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com skaterial. Click the Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use for things like poster board and markers for our missing skeeter signs that we're going to hang up on every corner of Los Angeles. We should do that. We should. It's going to be a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappear. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skeeterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we examine the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Muppet Babies, if you don't remember, and we're just randomly finding podcasts, uh, was a cartoon series that ran on CBS from 1984 through 1991. It showed us what life was like for many popular Muppets when they were babies. They lived in a nursery under the care of a human woman named Nanny. The Muppets that appeared on Muppet Babies were Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Rolf, Gonzo the Great, Animal, Scooter, and his twin sister Skeeter. Now here's the thing. All of these Muppets would grow up and appear on The Muppet Show and various Muppet movies. All these Muppets, but Skeeter. So we want to know, what happened to Skeeter? And that is the mission of Skeeterial. And to do this, we will be watching each and every episode of Muppet Babies in order and look for clues as to what could have led to her disappearance. Or, or death, possibly. Or death. It, we don't know. We don't know what happened to her, and we just want to find out. We, uh, we need to know the truth. Uh, if Skeeter is still alive, we want to make sure she's okay. Yeah, is she happy? Is she safe? If she's... Or if she has... Uh, become deceased we want to know we who's want, responsible who's responsible and where can we pay our proper respects where can we pay our respects and who should we bring to justice that's true we miss her is really i mean we miss her i mean i i'm more interested just like as an objective journalist that's true i mean like i'm i'm balancing both i miss yeah. her and i want answers and that is a very uh tough that space for you to be in and you're very very brave um, I'm sorry, I'm sniffling. It's it's tough. It is. It's very tough. Um, uh, so uh, this episode today, we will be talking about the f- very first episode of Muppet Babies, looking for clues. That episode is called Noisy Neighbors. To help us uh, talk about the Noisy Neighbors episode, we have uh, someone uh, who is uh, one of the regular reenactors on the Comedy Central series Drunk History, and also uh, does a recurring voice on the show uh, Pickle and Peanut. Uh, uh, Benny Arthur, welcome. Hello, thank thank you for having me, and uh, I'm really looking forward to trying to help solve the mystery of Skeeter I and pre- what happened to Skeeter. And are I'm, you okay? I'm fine. I was going to say that I appreciate that. Thank okay, you. thank you, Benny Arthur. Okay, you're you're welcome, Eileen O'Connell. Eileen Mary O'Connell. Mary O'Connell. My Go. bad. Sorry. So I I forgot your middle name. It's fine. Forgive it's fine. me. Now, Benny, you've uh. You've done some voice work on cartoons. Yes, I I play Spectacular Donkey on Pickle and Peanut. And uh, now this uh, Spectacular Donkey, 
Now, this is an adult donkey, right? Uh, yes. Well, I think uh, more along the lines of a teenager or young adult donkey. Okay. Ooh, a YA yes. donkey. Yes. Yeah. So, given that pickle and peanuts themselves are more teenager, you know, age. Okay. So, hmm. yes. So, and for now, as far as we know, Spectacular Donkey is still alive. Yes. Uh, as mm-hmm. as far as I know, Spectacular Donkey is doing great. And it, it could be assumed that he himself was once a baby. Yeah. Yes, he was w- once a donkey baby. I th- I think it's safe to say that most living things at once were babies, including us. We were once babies. Wow. Wow. You, you're, that is really insightful. I never really thought about it that way. But yeah. Thank you. No problem. I'm here to bring enlightenment to us all. We're already so enlightened. Yes. Uh, so uh, were you? did you watch Muppet Babies? Regularly, I, like as a child, I did watch Muppet when you were a baby. Yeah, when when I was a baby, and uh, actually Muppet Babies came on after I was actually a baby, but I was a child. Okay, uh, probably around seven or eight wow. when Muppet Babies. Not not to show off my age. But when Muppet Babies you're, premiered, you're, you're gloating about your age, Benny. This is a serious matter. Yeah, this is yeah. the time to gloat. My my bad. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Muppet Babies came out in 1984, and I I remember watching Muppet Babies every Saturday morning, but I have not watched Muppet Babies since. Did you do you remember watching the show and asking yourself? Who is a skater character on Muppet Babies that I don't know about from other Muppet-related things? Well, I had to go into therapy when I was really young because I could not understand why Skeeter was on the Muppet Babies and then all of a sudden was not a Muppet. And it really depressed me as a kid because there were no answers. It was, you know, it was uh, very similar to uh, the disappearance of Hoffa. You know, mm. Jimmy Hoffa? Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. I mean, he... He himself uh, was once a baby. Yes, he was. But not, not a Muppet, though. No, not a not, Muppet. Not a Muppet. As far as I know. No, yeah, he, I don't he, know. Was, he was a baby Teamster mm. uh, at some point. Oh. You Do you know. think they should make a show called Teamster Babies? Uh, I think that's what the American public craves right now. I agree. Yes. I agree, too. Um, well, um, with that, uh, let's start talking about the, the episode... The uh, episode is called Noisy Neighbors, and we'll find out why it's called that very shortly. So just to sort of, I'll start recapping the episode, and we'll sort of talk about each segment as we go. At the start of the episode, uh, the Muppet Babies uh, pretend to have a submarine battle. Mm. About half of the Muppet Babies are are in a box, but they pretend that it's a submarine. Uh, Kermit uses Gonzo as a periscope at one point. Um, I, I really like that gag. It was a good gag. That gag made me laugh. Yeah, it was you know in a time when we could laugh about Muppet Babies. I remember mm-hmm. laughing at it then, but it's hard to know if I'm laughing through the tears when I watch it now. Yes. Yeah, I just be- miss her so much. Yeah, be- because once the actual series ended, and then we got back to just the Muppets, everyone was going, where's Skeeter? Mm-hmm. So now looking back on the Muppet Babies, it's just hard to it's watch hard. those episodes without being depressed. But yeah. that's one gonzo gag did make me laugh. It was a good gag. So they're having the submarine battle on the couch are the other half of the Muppet Babies pretending it's a battleship. And uh, this was interesting. Uh, during this part, uh, 
Scooter and twin sister Skeeter. This is the first time we see Skeeter. Mm-hmm. But Skeeter says, I'm the captain of the battleship. And Scooter says, no, I want to be the captain. And they argue about who's captain of this battleship. Oh. So is there... Rivalry. Is Scooter... You know, there's a, a sibling rivalry? So, yeah. I think so. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of... I feel like their argument was saying a lot that, like, the inside they had more to say, and they just let it out right then. Well, uh, also, this is the first appearance of Scooter and Skeeter yeah. in the series, and the fact that they are arguing over uh, who's in power really sets up the relationship and where the relationship might progress to. Yeah. Power Very struggle. True. Yes. Um, okay, and then the nanny comes in. Uh, we only see her ankles, and this becomes a staple throughout the series. Her ankles and her green stripes. Green stripes? Uh, tights. I forgot the word. I'm so. I'm sorry. I'm just really emotional. <laughs> yeah. Eileen, um, Al- do you need a minute? I'll be fine. I have you, to be brave like Skeeter. Yes. Okay. Um, so Nanny says that their neighbor, Officer Carruthers, has called, and he's a police officer who... Uh, who works at night, so he sleeps during the day. Hmm. Uh, and he called because the Muppet babies are making a lot of noise. And it's Going hard back to, to the name of the actual cartoon, Noisy, noisy Neighbors. neighbors. Noisy turn- Neighbors, It yes. turns out that the yes. babies themselves are the Noisy Neighbors. Yes, it's not Ooh. the neighbors of the babies. It's no. the Muppet babies themselves. Already yeah. there's so many twists and turns. Yes. So Officer Carruthers has... Nanny passes on the message about Officer Carruthers that they're being too noisy. So this scares the Muppet babies... Because they think if they make too much noise, Officer Carruthers will send them to jail. Or uh, Gonzo also says that Officer Carruthers might send them to, or might give them, a one-way ticket to the Twilight Zone. Oh, my God. Oh. So there's a lot to talk about here, I believe. So yeah. so that's the power that Officer Carruthers has. He can transport babies and people, I'm guessing, to the Twilight Zone. It sounds like Officer Carruthers has some sort of Rod Serling-like capability to, yeah, to do this, to send people to the Twilight Zone or Muppets. Huh. Mm-hmm. So could oh. this, could Skeeter be in the Twilight Zone? I think that's the question. Well, yes. I, she, I hope she's not, but she could be. Okay, what, what, about, what about this? Okay, what about if Skeeter got transported to the Twilight Zone and winds up on the plane that <gasps> Wayne Shatner was on that the gremlin was destroying. Oh. oh. Ooh. Could uh could Skeeter have become a gremlin? Ooh. What Wait. if what if what if Skeeter just wanted to read books and her little her little baby glasses I'm sorry, this is hard to get up. Her little baby glasses slipped off in the Twilight Zone and then she steps on them with her little baby feet and she can no longer read the books that she wants to read. Mm, man. That'd be very yeah, be very sad. I, I what what about if uh, Skinner gets transported to the Twilight Zone, and there's this little kid there that can control everything with his mind, even making people disappear. <gasps> what if Skinner gets transported to this world, does something that makes the little kid mad, and the little kid makes Skinner disappear? These are all very real possibilities of what could have happened to Skeeter. Mm. Um, perhaps more of the episode will give us additional clues. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so going the, back, these are just theories. These are theories, but um, every theory gets us closer to the answer. <laughs> okay. This is true. 
Uh, so uh, the Muppet Babies are scared. And the main problem, though, is that a baby animal is the most rambunctious of the Muppet Babies, and he cannot uh, keep quiet. And so yes. they're, they're scared. They need to keep baby animal quiet. What they do is, uh, first, Fozzie sa- thinks Fozzie thinks he can tell animal jokes to keep him quiet. Uh, uh, Kermit... Fo- Fozzie is the entertainer of the he's, group. He's the jokester, baby. Yes. This is true. Uh, Kermit points out, uh, we need to shut him up, not crack him up. Whoa. Wow. Kind that, of that, some that tough was, language from Kermit. That That's a pretty sick burn, though. It's a pretty sick burn. Uh, so instead, uh, Piggy uh, thinks what they should do is tell a story to keep him quiet. So she tells a story of Princess Piggy, which is Miss Piggy. What a coincidence. Yeah. Yes. Huh. And the story is also about a dancing dragon whose gyrations are destroying uh, the castle. Mm. Uh, so she calls on uh, three knights to defeat the dragon, Sir Fozzie, uh, who tries telling the dragon jokes, naturally. That doesn't work. Sir Gonzo can't get the job done either. Sir Kermit uh, then decides not to fight the dragon and instead says, if you can't beat him, join him. And he dances with the dragon, and this makes everyone happy. Oh, I'm I'm glad that they got to experience happiness while they still could. Yes. Well, this is the first episode of the series, and I believe that the series lasts seven years. So it does. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that there's seven years of somewhat enjoyment but, before whatever happens to Skeeter happened to Skeeter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in this segment that I found interesting... Princess Piggy has a servant uh, who is played by Skeeter. So I think we need to talk about Skeeter as a servant. And uh, Princess Piggy asks uh, Skeeter to bring her a long list of of food items. She wants uh, chocolates and bonbons and ice cream sundaes and a cheeseburger and fries. And Skeeter responds by saying, uh, talk. Uh, Skeeter responds by saying, talk about pigging out. Ooh. And Princess Piggy says, There'll be no wisecracks in my castle. So, so Miss Piggy would have a motive after that to yeah. want to get rid of Skeeter. Yeah, that's true. And it is, I mean, Skeeter probably should not be, you know, that, food that shaming. That was uncalled for. It's though. food shaming or yes. diet shaming. I don't know what you want to call it. But it is, I think it's uncalled for. It doesn't excuse whatever Miss Piggy may have done in retaliation. We don't know. We don't know. But you know what? Miss mm-hmm. Piggy is a pig. And mm-hmm. she was just being true to herself. Yes. But but Skeeter did say a very it was, classless It was very... Thing. I, I, I hate admitting it, but it was a very uncalled for and rude so, thing that Skeeter said. So right, right away, because Skeeter does have a quest for power, and also he did... Try to shame Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. So already we're getting a sense that Skeeter herself isn't perfect. Skeeter has some flaws. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes yes. it's your imperfections that make you perfect. Very, very true. That is very true. Very well um, put. Thank you. We should also talk about, now this isn't about Skeeter specifically, but uh, so this dragon, it's not a fire breathing dragon, but a dancing dragon. The, the scariest kind of dragons. Yeah. I was very frightened. Now, what about what about this dragon? Could this dragon have had anything to do with Skeeter's disappearance? Well, well, the dragon at one point did jump up and land on Fozzie. Mm-hmm. You know? His, but his, Fozzie was but, okay after that, though. Yeah, Fozzie was okay. 
there was a question raised during the Dancing Dragon bit, whether or not the dragon could break dance. Ooh. And the dragon never totally showed mm. whether the, he or she could break dance. We don't know how the dragon identifies its gender. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so maybe the dragon, you know, did some break dancing off camera. That affected Skeeter? Yes. Like, like several years later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, it could be a positive thing. Maybe Skeeter caught the breakdancing bug and ran away with the dragon to do that without any any of her Muppet Baby friends holding her back. That, mm. That's a very real possibility. Yes. Thank you. It was real. the era of breakdancing, so that, that all lines up. I, I believe breaking comes out one year after this episode. So, Do you think the Muppet Babies episode inspired the movie Breakin or even Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo? I I don't see how it would not. That's a very good point. Yes. Um, Thank you. Uh, so uh, back to the episode. Um, so Kermit dances with the dragon. Uh, so this causes Animal to dance too, mm-hmm. but in a very loud way, very typical of Animal. So then they hear that Nanny is again on the phone. The phone has, has rung, and she's on the phone with Officer Carruthers. So the Muppet Babies think that Officer Carruthers is going to come to arrest them. Police officers often arrest babies. They arrest babies often, especially loud ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Muppet, the Muppet babies uh, turn out the lights, and uh, they try to hide. Gonzo runs for a closet door, but when he opens it, he sees a battleship from Star Wars shooting at him. So Gonzo says, oh, no, it's worse than I thought. That closet yes. has amazing... And that's, a, that's the act break, I believe. It is the act break. Oh. I just want to point out how amazing storage capabilities that closet has, if it could hold an entire vehicle. So, yes, because uh, what I had never thought about this, but what if the entire galaxy that is in Star Wars, because it does say in the galaxy far, far away, a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, what if the galaxy all this time was in the Muppet Babies closet. And so the Muppet wow. Babies actually are not taking place in 1984, but actually a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Yes. Wow. But the Possible. galaxy itself, though, is in the closet of the Muppet Babies. Remarkable. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Yoda, I believe, is also a Muppet. So I think yes. there's That's some true. truth to this theory. Yeah, yeah. So, again, we're just throwing theories out. Yeah. So, uh, after the Star Wars closet, uh, uh, so Nanny comes back and tells the kids that they woke up Officer Carruthers again, uh, and they have to be quiet. Uh, This time, to put Animal to sleep, Brolf tries to sing a song, a lullaby called Sleep Rockin', but as it turns out, it's not really... A lullaby so much as an up-tempo it, rockabilly number. It was it was a little bit too rocking for anyone to fall asleep to. Yeah, I don't think this was a good choice of song by Rolf. No. Um, this really doesn't have any bearing on Skeeter, but I think Rolf should have uh, you know shown a little more common sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then again, he is just a baby. Are we forgetting... That babies haven't learned everything yet. He has learned to play piano very well. Well, yes. he's a prodigy, but he's also a baby. This is true. Thank now, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Scooter and Skeeter are twins. Mm-hmm. Correct. But how? what exactly is the relationship between all the other babies? 
because it hasn't been set up as this nanny, just their daycare, or are they all related somehow? They, um, they're, they're not related. Um, okay. Uh, they do appear to, as we'll find out later, they sleep at this nursery, so they seem to stay there all the time. Mm-hmm. They have, okay. like, a couple of cribs that they all share together. Mm-hmm. So they're they're all orphaned babies? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they ever say that this is an orphanage, but I don't think we ever see parents, do we? We never see parents. We do meet, at future episodes, we meet Kermit's nephew, Ooh. which means that he has family out there still. Yeah. Okay. And the nephew's like newly born. He's just a tadpole. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we don't know. That's another mystery to solve, like what happened to all these Muppet Babies' parents. Why aren't they there to look after their children? Why is Nanny caring I mean, for them 24 hours a day? I really feel like this episode sets up way more questions than, they, than answers. You know? That's very true. I don't disagree. I have another theory. I theorize that Skeeter and Scooter's real parents came and collected, brought, they took Skeeter back because they missed her, but Scooter refused to go back because he was too happy being a Muppet baby with the mm. Muppet babies. <laughs> I think okay. that could be... That's another... We're coming up with a lot of great theories here. I actually just came up with the theory myself. Ooh, do tell. Be, okay. What if Skeeter was the only one that Officer Crothers actually arrested? <gasps> and oh. then Skeeter My during... My heart's beating so fast right now. During the trial for being noisy mm-hmm. got sentenced to life and that's why we never see Skeeter again because Skeeter got an unfair sentence to serve out her entire life in prison. It's such a burden for a baby to carry. Um, it's true. I actually, I I forgot to mention this. Um, there's a moment before uh, Ralph sings a song that doesn't involve Skeeter and I think this is important to mention. Before the sleep rocking number, and they're trying to figure out how to put Animal to sleep. And Skeeter says, she suggests putting Animal to sleep with a sledgehammer. Oh. She actually suggests hitting Animal with a sledgehammer in order to get him to be quiet. I mean, she didn't make that piggy wisecrack before, but suggesting violence is a is a very disturbing it thing is. for her to say. Are you sure that um, Skeeter just wasn't trying to make reference to the popular Peter Gabriel sledgehammer song? Ooh. I, um, I using do not it, think. Using, do not think, okay, do not think. I do not think that, no, because uh, Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer came out two years later. Oh, yes. But this could be, you know, much like breakdancing in the movie Break-In, this moment could have inspired the Peter Gabriel song Sledgehammer. I, I like to think it had to have been the case. When we have Peter Gabriel as a guest, we will ask him if that was the case or not. P- Peter Gabriel, I believe, watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons, so I'm pretty sure he saw this. Yeah, we we have a long list of people we want to have guests, so we'll get to Mr. Gabriel eventually. Yes. The video mm-hmm. for that song is a cartoon, so yes, it's wow. possible. Mm-hmm. Huh. Really, anything is possible, guys. Mm-hmm. That's true, Benny Arthur. Thank you. Thank you for those <laughs> profoundly wise words. But I'm, I'm a little emotional. I know. You're you're welcome, Ali Mary, Mary O'Connell. O'Connell. Thank you for remembering my full name. <laughs> um, 
So uh, next in the episode, uh, after after <clears throat> Ralph's song, Gonzo decides to try watching TV in order to keep Animal quiet, and so he uh, this leads Gonzo to imagining that he's on a show called Super Gonzo, and in this uh, segment, Gonzo plays reporter uh, Cluck Kent. Very humorous. Yeah, yeah. it's different. For, usually it would be Clark Kent, but for Super Gonzo, it's Cluck. That's what oh. we in the business call a play on words. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're in the business? I'm in a business. Okay. The business of finding answers. Mm. Hopefully we'll find one today. Well, uh, uh, Cluck Kent uh, has a secret identity as Super Gonzo, and he's in love with reporter uh, Piggy Lane, mm. which is a... Uh, Play on Lois words. Lane. Usually Lois it would be Lane. Lois Lane, but it's a pun that changes it to Piggy. Mm. Those words rhyme. But, okay, Super Gonzo can't reveal his secret identity to mm. Piggy Lane. What a burden to carry. Super Gonzo then has to save Piggy from a falling elevator. Uh, he does that, but then Piggy gets snatched up King Kong style by Baby Animal. Yes. Now, uh, Skeeter isn't in this segment very much, but... Um, we do see that Animal can change into a King Kong-style figure. My, much like in, uh, I believe it was the Muppet Caper. Uh, it was the Muppet movie. Was the, the Muppet, original Muppet movie, movie. Where he became a big animal. He did, but that was after ingesting some of Dr. Bunsen oh, Honeydew's yes. magic growing pills. He did not do that, ingest any pills to do that in this episode of Muppet Baby. He, mm-hmm. he did that on his own. Yeah. He had the ability the whole time. It was inside him all along. Wow. After a giant baby animal has captured Piggy, Cluck Kent makes a quick change in a phone booth, or tries to uh, go to a phone booth to change, but baby Fozzie is in the phone booth telling a joke to his agent, Bernie. Fozzie's joke, I think this is important to mention, uh, is, uh, what do you get when you cross a blueberry with a pancake? Uh, And the answer is a blueberry pancake. Uh, not not really a joke, just uh, some knowledge. Yeah. J- j- more like a statement. Yeah, not one of his strongest jokes, I would yes. say. But um, I would also like to point out, good going Fozzie Bear for having an agent when he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, pretty impressive. Yes, it is. He's very yes. career focused, and I admire that about him. I admire many qualities about Fozzie Bear, and that happens to be one of them. I should mention also, after he tells the joke over the phone... The response is coming through the phone. A tomato actually comes through the phone and hits Fozzie in the face. Mm. So that's how much, I guess, uh, Bernie, his agent, did not like this joke. Yeah, his agent can throw tomatoes uh, through a telephone wire. That's incredible. Yeah. If it was very, I recognized that it was humorous. And if I had the ability to laugh at this dire situation, I probably would have left. Thank you, Benny is giving Only, me a comforting pat on the shoulder and it is helping tremendously. Ali Mario O'Connell. You remembered you? my full name again. Yes. Well, after about 10 times, I finally remembered your full name. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I have to be okay for Skeeter. That's what Skeeter would want. Not saying that Skeeter is dead, Thank but you. I'm just saying Thank you. that's what Skeeter would but want. But Skeeter might be dead. Also, I, I, I felt so good for a second. We just now, have to be realistic. Matt Manser, Aline was doing so well until you brought up Skeeter might be dead. So maybe just for Aline's sake, you know. Okay, yes, I, I do apologize. I get caught up in just the 
journalistic aspects of the story, but mm-hmm. sometimes I forget we are dealing with real Muppets. Real real Muppets. Real Muppets. And real emotions. Mm-hmm. Real emotions. Yes. Um, so continuing with the Super Gonzo story. Uh, so Super Gonzo finally is able to change in the phone booth, become Super Gonzo. He pries Piggy away from giant baby animal. Super Gonzo thinks the day is saved, uh, but then is shocked to see uh, the only thing he is powerless against, uh, green crypto socks, hmm. which is actually, we first see a gigantic nanny standing in the center of Muppetropolis. Uh, we fade yes. back into the playroom, so the green crypto socks of nanny, as I said, it's not really, it's just her green, it's just her socks. Her yes. iconic green striped socks. Or tights. That's never really clarified. Uh, so uh, Nanny has come back uh, into the nursery, tell, tells them Officer Carruthers has called uh, yet again, but this time it's because Officer Carruthers is now leaving for work. Oh. So he no longer needs to sleep, so the Muppet Babies can make as much noise as they want. So the Muppet Babies are very happy about this. They're like, okay, we can make noise. They say, what are we waiting for? Uh, uh, Kermit says, okay, gang, let's do it. But then uh, the exhausted Muppets immediately fall over and finally go to sleep. Be- because they've had the long day of being noisy. So the joke is they are too tired to actually do anything and they just fall asleep. I believe that is correct. Hmm. That very, is correct. Very, very humorous. Now, uh, one question I have about... Uh, the Super Gonzo story. Uh, so uh, Gonzo uh, places a uh, Piggy as his love interest. Yes. Um, but why? Why not Skeeter? Why? Why Piggy Lane and why not Skeeter Lane? Oh. And could there be some jealousy from Skeeter about about this? Do 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 you think maybe Skeeter has a uh, crush on Gonzo and was possibly mm. hurt? By the fact that Gonzo picked Miss Piggy. Love makes you do crazy things sometimes. Yes. I think it, it could just be not necessarily a crush on Gonzo, but um, there are only two women in this um, in the Muppet Babies. Two babies. Um, and baby, the babies baby can have women. crush on each other. Yeah, baby women. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, it's just... Aileen. I wish okay? that I could see her as a, as a adult woman. Aileen Mary O'Connell. Thank you for remembering my full name again. No problem. Go Cubs. No, that is not what we are discussing today. The Cubs have Only, nothing to do with uh, Muppet Babies. Only Mario O'Connell is a name. huge Cubs that fan, so incorrect. I'm just trying we to make We are here discussing feel. facts, and that is not a fact. Uh, that is not a fact. Uh, I'm right. so sorry. That's okay. I, trust, I, I trusted you. I shared my confidence with you, and you have now betrayed me. I think Benny was maybe just trying to break the tension. It was very yes. tense in here. I'm, I'm just trying to add a little humor to to this very tense moment. But uh, Miss Piggy is a very... I don't know if narcissist is the right word. It might be, but she, she definitely, definitely demands attention. And so people give her that attention, and I think it would be reasonable for Skeeter to be jealous of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Ms. Piggy, um, I hate to get political, but Ms. Piggy is kind of like a Donald Trump type of character. I mean, I don't know if we need to get political. Uh, Ms. Piggy, baby Ms. Piggy, I think is more qualified. I think we all can agree on that, objectively speaking. I, I love her, pub- her public policies, and I love the experience that she has 
I I would vote for Miss Piggy, and I really would hope Miss I I really would hope Miss Piggy would be president instead of Donald Trump. Miss Piggy, not to get political. I'd be in favor of Miss Piggy, but only if she had nothing to do with the disappearance of Skeeter, which that would we be, still do not know yet. Yeah. That would be quite the scandal if she was elected president, and then we discovered that she slayed Skeeter with her own, I guess, hands. I don't know yes. what pigs have as limbs. Hoofs? Hoofs with her own hooves. I mean, that would that would be the most scandalous thing ever to happen in American politics. Dare right. I dare I coin a phrase? Skeetergate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Skeetergate. Man. Yeah. That okay. That would also be I, a good name for this podcast. However, we've already chosen the name and again, it is Skeeterial. Yes. That that is also a very good name, guys. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Benny Arthur. Yes. That's very no, kind. No problem, Matt Manser and Aline Mary O'Connell. Full name. Well, Go we, White Sox. Thank you. Well, we've gotten through the entire episode summary. Um, so um, we do want to ask before we go, uh, uh, Benny Arthur, we've talked about many theories about what could have happened to Skeeter. Does one stick out? Do you have any, like, this is my definite ap- hypothesis? Hi- I can't say that word. Definite hypothesis of what may have happened? I think my definite hypothesis is this. Uh, I don't think the story or conflict with Officer Crothers is done yet. Mm. I expect Officer Crothers to come back and still still be a very important character in the series. He is the neighbor. So. And yes. I... My theory is this. At some point, Skeeter gets arrested, and Skeeter went to jail for life. This is wow. very unfair, and the Muppets had to carry on with their lives. They would and, have had to have the tiniest of handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Skeeter, is, as a baby, got arrested and is pro. I, I'm sorry for saying this, but maybe riding away in the jail somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, my my poor Skeeter. I'm sorry, Aline Mario O'Connell. But how do you think she's doing in jail? Do yeah. you think, uh, is she like someone who's like like really gotten into books or like maybe like works out a lot? I I would like to think that Skeeter has been reading lots of books and uh, might be planning some sort of government takeover when she gets out of the prison. I would like Whoa. that. I would yeah, like that. She she has gotten into a lot of conspiracy theories, and she thinks that the government is against us, and she wants to overthrow the government when she gets out of prison. I can't really blame her if she was arrested as a baby um, just it, for being noisy, I guess. Well, it was during the time of Reagan, so mm. I can understand oh. why she would not trust the government. So, That's just true. to add a little credence, not to get political. But You've gotten political a couple of times, yeah, that's Benny. that's kind of what you're all about right now, Benny. Well, I think most people know me as a political comic. That's true. Yeah. So, sorry, it's just what I do, guys. No, we... We appreciate that. We know that's what you do, and that's why we wanted you on the show to, to do what do you what do. Do what you do. With thank that, you. I, we want to uh, thank you for being on uh, 
and the first episode of Skeeterial. Thank you. We had our we had our quarrels, but I think we got through it together and are better friends than ever. I yes, and uh, I hope that you will one day accept the friend request that I sent you on Facebook. I will never accept that friend request, Benny Arthur. Okay, Ali Americano. Um, hopefully, we'll be friends in real life, then. Hopefully. Well, this is a bit off topic, so let's get away from that. But um, I think, well, this episode kind of raised more questions than answers. Uh, final question is, Benny, how can our viewers find you on social media? Hmm. I am on social media at Benny Arthur. Wow. And I spell Benny with an I-E at Twitter. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under the same name of Benny Arthur. Benny Arthur. Benny Arthur. Benny Arthur. Benny Arthur. A-R-T-H-U-R. Like the aardvark. Yeah. Like, like the aardvark or the movie Arthur. Oh. Or like the sequel, Arthur 2, On, on the, the Rocks. Rock. Whoa. Or like the remake of Arthur. Or like the children's cartoon, Arthur. That's the aardvark. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. I'm not a child. (laughs) (laughs) I wheezed because it's been so emotional. Um, Well, I think that uh, wraps up our first episode of Skeeterial. Yes, Eileen? Yes, that wraps it up. Uh, You can find Skeeterial on various social medias as Skeeterial. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Give us a follow. Help us find answers. If you have any theories, share them with us. Yes, please do. Um, So I guess until next episode, uh, we should go bye-bye? Yeah, go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Everything changed when you disappear By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com Don't forget to rate and subscribe now